الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إقرارا به وتوحيدا وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أما بعد إن شاء الله الإخوة في الله I won't take much of your time because I know it's very late and alhamdulillah you stood in prayer we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts you from us Amin. before I start I just want to mention alhamdulillah gives joy to the heart to see alhamdulillah our youth at this time when a lot of the youth are in bed alhamdulillah are coming to the masjid and praying alongside us and some of the youth especially one that was next to me barely came up to my waist alhamdulillah that just shows the good tarbiyah of the parents and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase them in good and keep our youth firm upon the sirat al-mustaqeem on that note alhamdulillah also brings me to the topic of regarding our reality that we have here you've seen how fast Ramadan is going and leaving us behind it seems like yesterday Ramadan started and we're nearly reaching halfway this is also the nature of our life our life is passing us by extremely fast just recall that we was once those little children and now we are individuals now that are getting gray beards time flies extremely fast and it is something that we need to reflect upon just as in Ramadan we look at what we have put forth what have you put forth by way of the life that you have here the Messenger وسلم, he said that your time that you have remaining in this life in comparison to the nations before you meaning how much time that they had he said in comparison it's like from Asr to Maghrib that is the time that you have left on occasion the messenger when he would address a sermon and address the individuals the narrator he mentions that the messenger his eyes will become red he would raise his voice when he would be addressing and then he mentioned that he was almost the example as if of those he was rolling up an army before battle and then after saying that he said he said I have been sent and the time that I have been sent and the hour then he did this with his fingers the index finger and then likewise the middle finger and you can see yourself the distance from there and he said I have been sent and the hour he's there that is regarding the hour Allah knows best if we will even reach to that time most of us will be gone before that so the point I'm trying to get is how long do we really have left of our lives and once that sinks in then we have to be remorseful of what has gone because that won't return that time that we have wasted is gone so while that little time that we have left we need to reflect because that time 
is coming closer. The Messenger وسلم, throughout his time he was here was emphasizing with this. Allah Azza wa Jal likewise he mentions إِنَّهُمْ يَرَوْنَهُ بَعِيدًا That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is our creator he is saying that the mankind see that the hour seems to be far away but we see it to be close. Who is saying this? It is Allah our creator. It is Allah that created us. It is Allah the one that has legislated the sa'a. He is saying to us that it is close. اقترب للناس حسابهم وهم في غفلة معرضون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then informs us that the reckoning of mankind is becoming closer it is coming ever closer our reckoning when we will stand in front of Allah when we will be questioned of our how we were in this life Allah is saying that it is drawing closer and then look how he described us he said and yet they turn away heedlessly. It's coming closer, but they are turning away heedlessly. And that is unfortunately the state of many of us and the state of our families. We have let the dunya blind us. We are not realizing that the things that I've been mentioning by Allah, He is our Creator. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows what's good for us and what is evil for us. And he is saying to us that it is coming closer and closer. So these opportunities that we have in Ramadan are time to capitalize on our shortcomings. Because we are falling short generally. But we have Ramadan, an opportunity for our sins to be forgiven. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, إِذَا كَانَ أَوَّلُ لَيْلَةٍ مِنْ شَحْرِ رَمَضَانِ يُنَادِي مُنَادٍ That when the first night of Ramadan comes, a caller he calls, يَا بَاغِيَ الْخَيْرِ أَقْبِلْ يَا بَاغِيَ الشَّرِ أَقْسِرْ That a caller will call out on the first night of Ramadan, O doer of good, then increase and go forth in your righteous actions, and O doer of evil, stop. That is a command. Because Ramadan is a time that we cannot afford to waste. Listen to what the messenger he said. That a caller says, strive, increase more than you normally are. And if you're from those individuals that are neglectful, or those individuals that are falling short, then the command is stop. Stop, because this is a month to purify yourself. So on that note, I bring you a hadith. That just as Ramadan is something tremendous, likewise, this opportunity, if it's not utilized, it can be against you. And Abu Harata radiallahu ta'ala anhu qal, Sa'idah nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam minbar faqala ameen. Abu Harara, he mentions that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam embarked upon the minbar. And then he said, ameen, three times. Then he was said to him, Ya Rasulullah, Quta Ameen. Our Messenger of Allah, you said Ameen. Questioning the Messenger because they, they saw something from him which they've never seen before. Going upon the minbar and saying Ameen. So then he said, Atani Jibreel. Verily Jibreel, the angel Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, he came to me. Now reflect on this hadith, Ikhwan. It is deep. He said that Jibreel came to me. And then he said to me, 
من أدرك رمضان فلم يغفر فدخل النار فأبده الله قل آمين فقلت آمين He said Jibreel came to me and he made dua He said Oh Muhammad As for the one that Ramadan enters and he is not forgiven then let him enter the hellfire and let him be casted far away Say Ameen So the Messenger said I said Ameen Then Jibreel said to him that the one that he is allowed to grow up into the stage of adulthood and he meets his parents and he is not dutiful to his parents he is not good to his parents his aquq meaning that he's disobedient he's bringing pain and harm to his parents and then he dies on that state فَدَّخَلَ النَّارِ then let him enter the hellfire and cast him far away say Ameen so the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then said Ameen then the third one, the one that hears the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's name and does not give salutations, does not say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then likewise the same matija for him. Let him enter the hellfire and cast him far away. These are a hadith which is tremendous for us to reflect upon. There is so much fawaid, but the point that I want to focus on is dakhal al-Ramadan. Because it is munasib for us now. That the one that enters Ramadan and he is not forgiven, the ulama have explained what this means by utilizing all of the other ahadith. How can you be a Muslim? How can you be somebody that Allah has given so much opportunity in Ramadan and then he finishes and you're not forgiven? How? I'll explain. Qala Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Man sama Ramadan Imanan Wahtisaban Ghufir lahu ma taqaddam in thambi Whoever fasts the month of Ramadan Believing in Allah, having faith in Allah, that Allah legislated it. It is wajib and obligatory. Seeking the reward from Allah, his previous sins will be forgiven. In another narration, man qama Ramadan, the one who stands in Ramadan, seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's reward, he will be forgiven. Look at how much things that we have in Ramadan for our sins to be forgiven. قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لله أتقاء من النار وذلك كل ليلة that Allah Azza wa Jal frees slaves from the hellfire every night in Ramadan look at so many things that are legislated in Ramadan لا يرد دعوة الثلاث that the da'wah and the supplication is not rejected by three one of them is صائم حتى يفطر the one that is fasting when he makes dua, it is accepted up until when he breaks his fast. Look at all of this opportunity we have. How can it be then that Ramadan comes and then you are not forgiven? قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا دخل رمضان فتح أبواب الجنة وغلقت أبواب النار وسلسلة الشياطين That when Ramadan comes, then the doors of paradise are open and the doors of the hellfire are closed. And the shayateen, they are chained. What more do you want, my brother and my sister, for us to wake up and realize the tremendous opportunity we can take in this month? The doors of paradise are open, meaning for you to enter, for you to work righteous deeds. Allah has closed the doors of the hellfire. He has restricted the shayateen so they cannot whisper and cause problems for you. 
so you can go forth and increase in your righteous actions and wallah we are in need of it because we constantly fall short and if you don't capitalize in ramadan then when will you capitalize so this was why jibreel he made that dua this is why he said that that person bima'na what it means he must be such a wretched individual that even ramadan comes and it doesn't change so on that note those of you that are here may allah increase your deeds the brother that is and the sister that this will reach and they are listening oh brother don't be somebody when they are praying qiyam al-layl and there are children praying and you are sitting home wasting your time on the internet or on the phone or watching tv or whatever it may be the one that is listening strive to come to the masjid us help our families likewise to capitalize as much as we can if you truly love your family this is real love when you invite them to good when you invite them to that which will help them in the grave that is real love and care real love and care is that when they stand in front of allah they're in a state that is pleasing to allah because you aided them help them and finally i'll leave you with one point that the ulama they mentioned regarding that hadith to reflect upon who is the one that made the dua the one that came to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam and said this who is he jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam the best of who the malaika so he is making the dua who is the one that is saying ameen and nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam the best of mankind and the best of the prophets so then the ulama they have said what do you think regarding that dua when the best of the angels is making a dua and the best of the prophets and mankind is saying ameen what will the hal of that dua mean dua mustajaba meaning that dua will be answered so anybody that does not capitalize in this month and leave this month and is not forgiven is under the threat of this hadith of entering the hellfire and being casted far away from Allah's mercy and that we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what we have put forth accepts it from us and where we fell short that Allah forgives us and gives us the tawfiq and the strength of what remains that we strive day and night to put forth as much as we can so we leave this month alhamdulillah of those who are forgiven and from those who are the muttaqun ameen aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum fastaghfiruhu innahu huwal ghafurur rahim jazakumullahu khairan for your time barakallahu feekum